five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're going to talk about copy today. But first, let's look in on the North Pole. That's a secret. I'm giving it away, but let's go over there and let's see what's what. It's a dark and snowy night. And this nice lady is... And it's the 24th of December. And she's looking on the mantle at her picture of her and her husband and the huskies looking a little lonely too she's making a little toast I think maybe it should have been milk and cookies <laughs> anyway by this point I was pretty choked up <coughs> first time I saw it I think about all the lonely people over the holidays. Was shot on location in Poland. Delivery premises close. I miss you too, love Nick. Saint Nick. For many, Christmas is the loneliest time of the year, it says. Teleflora, love out loud. Tangible love, always the best. Tangible. Okay, now I got myself all choked up. Okay, from Sarah Mahoney at Media Post. Thank you, Sarah. Um, and uh, it was really interesting. It's an interesting perspective. We asked ourselves, who's lonely on Christmas Eve, says Margaret Keene, and realized it's Mrs. Claus. You know, her husband's working night and day, leaving every Christmas Eve on a long, intense journey. The intent was to show a very relatable person giving subtle hints before the big reveal. Ultimately, the goal is to reach out to your loved ones this season, even to the most unassuming, and show you haven't forgotten them. Filmed on location in Poland, which I thought was interesting. Danielle Mason, Teleflora's... Uh, Vice President of Marketing says there's a 30 and a 60 minute spot. My, mine was a, a 117, I think. So I didn't go around looking for a shorter one because it was quite a tearjerker and I liked it. Okay, and then <coughs> they're integrating with the TV show The View with snippets of the spot running while highlighting personal st stories from the sh show's anchors. And I think that one's kind of misdirected. Where they should run this is probably during the uh, the football games before before Christmas. That would be, you know, target the men because the men are the ones that need to hear this, right? Anyway, so visit your loved ones. We're supposed to go down and see, see mom in Chicago on Friday. It's supposed to be a bit of a blizzard, but I don't think it's going to really be that bad. Okay, and in other news, Gunderson Direct. My friend Mike Gunderson and his team were picked as one of Clutch's top 1,000 uh, global companies. Uh, now, I said to myself, self, what the heck is Clutch? Well, it turns out that uh, Clutch is a bunch of, uh, it, apparently it's a newsletter for ad agency executives. It's down in the bottom, body of this article. And uh, about a million, a million subscribers or a million companies subscribe which sounds like a lot to me. Um, 
but it's anyway it's global and mike is in the top one percent if he's one of a thousand out of a million that's wait a minute million is a yeah that's right okay a billion is a thousand thousand but a million is a hundred no hundred thousand a thousand thousand hmm anyway it's special so we want to congratulate mike gunderson <laughs> and mike feel free to reach out and tell me why it's special um but i liked his quote down here with growing demand for direct mail services in the u.s canada uk and australia we're proud to deliver mail all over the world and are ecstatic to and are ecstatic to top clutches top 1,000 global companies. Of course, we don't know where you ranked in there. We don't know if you're at the top. Uh, Jeff Taron was also quoted. We have made direct mail core focus and continue to build that competency with our hiring practices, service enhancements, and innovation. And Jeff and I have been talking about maybe working together somehow or other. Uh, you know, you should say we... <laughs> He should have said, we clutch the clutch award <laughs> to our chests <laughs> in 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 uh, humble, <laughs> humble admiration. Anyway, let's get off of this. <laughs> what should cat what should chat GPT mean for copywriters? <laughs> OK, so what it basically says is, what does this mean for creatives that this thing can write copy? Well, uh Brockman tweeted that ChatGPT is not ready to be relied on for anything important yet. Okay, I'm going to tell you at the end what you can do with this and what I should do with it if I wanted to if I wanted to make some money with it. Uh, chatbots do not always tell the truth. Sometimes can fail simple arithmetic and blend fact with fiction. It sounds like it's perfect for Twitter. And by Twitter, I don't mean tweets. I mean senior management or the past senior management. It's exactly what they were doing, according to I read the you know I read the first uh, email drop and I read the latest one, and uh, it's clear they were not only was Twitter complicit, but uh, your government, your FBI, was paying millions of dollars to Twitter to shut people up. And uh, I'm sure it was not just at Twitter that, you know, what what you what would we saw happening was that one of them would block somebody and uh, deplatform them. And then the others would use that as an excuse. Well, they did it. So we're OK with doing it because it must be bad. Chat GPT has built in biases, does not take into account any content information created after 2021. So our show is still safe because most of my stories come from prior to 2021. Well, a few, a few more recent, but um, Chat GPT can't exactly write humor or cheeky copy as well, but maybe used as an ideation, which I don't think is a real word. I know, yeah, yeah, it's an agency, ad agency word. Okay, it means <laughs> it's a synonym for the creation process, I suppose. Anyway, I'll tell you how to make money with this thing. The way you make money is the way I, I watch a lot of YouTube. I learn a lot. I was watching something on, on uh, 
fusion, a fusion reactor that takes two donuts and mashes them together and kaboom. Anyway, fusion to get a lot of heat and supposedly make more electricity than it takes to get it go to kickstart it. I hope so. At least they're really, really good at doing fusion, which is something cool. It's cool that they can consistently make it happen for an extended period of time. That was one of the puzzles. But anyway, uh, the occasionally you'll you'll get clickbaited onto a, a YouTube channel, and it'll be a series of pictures that repeat a lot, uh, talking on a topic, and they and it will be read by a, a robot, and it will be um, not very illuminating, let's just say. And what that is is uh, what that is is a is a an AI created story. We'll put that in quotes. Story with uh, AI created news photos and such. So. What happens is that they're able to generate these things like a thousand a day or more. They create hundreds of YouTube channels and YouTube and they reference each other and YouTube boosts their boosts their uh, views. They get a lot of views. It's not there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not well very well done, but it just cranks out so much that the channel gets millions and millions and millions of views for pretty pretty garbagey content. That's a good place for this chatbot. Uh, and you say, well, how does that apply to my company? Well, here's how. Let's say you wanted to test some headlines. Okay, you can test your two favorite, or you can let your chat GPT create a thousand headlines. And this is kind of what Brad Parcell did with. Trump with the Trump campaign in 2026 and I have an article about that which Brad actually read and said you're the only one who figured out what we were up to but he used direct marketing and was able to test so many options that he found where the most potential for for change you know for for tipping the 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 voter sentiment actually lied and how he got Pennsylvania and and uh, Michigan and probably Wisconsin uh, to, he, to he spent his money on the on the on the on the real swing states whereas Hillary spent her money on what she perceived to be the swing states like Iowa and there's an article about or there's a, a story about that in the article so this gives you the capability of testing a thousand headlines right or a thousand intro paragraphs, and uh, and it doesn't matter that most of them are no good. Most of the ones you come up with aren't that good either. <laughs> this is why it's so popular in college, because college kids aren't very good writers in the first place. So it's very very difficult to tell a bad writer from an AI writer. Think about that, okay? And so there is application as long as you're doing the split testing, as long as you're testing massively. This is a way. One of the big challenges with massive testing and massive personalization is people get sick of trying to write the same headline, basically says the same thing over and over and over and over so you can email somebody a hundred times a week. This writer will not get tired of it. 
may not be that good, but what you're putting out isn't that good. If you have low standards, this thing could really help you. Okay, and on that level, we're going over to Bob Bly, who has a really good article, Seven, seven Secret Ingredients to Add to Your Envelope to Increase B2B. <clears throat> and what he's talking about is a lot of B2B direct mail packages consist of an outer envelope. Okay, put it in a number 10. I probably have some laying here on the desk that I could show you. Um, sales letter, brochure, reply element. But you can often boost response by adding yet another element to the mailer. Here are seven that have worked well for me and my copywriting clients. I love this one, missed, eliminator, and closed. And really, I like any time you can have free sample and closed, although it's better if it's more specific. The mist eliminator is a pollution control device made of knitted metal, probably stainless steel, right? Stainless steel mesh. And so the mailer consisted of a small sample of the knitted metal. Now, this is especially good with high ticket items, but I have had, I've actually attached samples to mailers and lowered the results if they were very budget conscious. You know, uh, this was for, for, for tie down straps for truckers. And the, the client had done a mailer on manila paper that he actually literally cut out words because this is before you could print out type on your, on your printer. And it looked like a ransom note and uh, did really well. Made money prospecting. He thought, well, if I can do this well, I should hire some experts and they'll do even better. And actually we did about, uh, I don't know, 25% as well. Because the mailer was much more expensive and people knew what this stuff was. There wasn't any point to put the sample on it. And it ended up making it appear to be much, much, much more expensive. Very Swiss layout, if you know what that is. If you're a graphic designer, you know what it is. Okay, so finding samples of products, selections of products, or sections of products, or materials are effective. I mean, sometimes just putting a nut in there or something, something that can shake around. Uh, it's not as good on a number 10, but it is good in some other, in, in uh, small packages especially. RFP enclosed, that's an interesting one. Um, because a company, if I read that, I would think, oh, somebody wants to hire me. But in fact, what it was, was a questionnaire uh, that I was, you know, if I was interested, I could fill out and they could send me a proposal uh, for work. And I think it's an excellent idea. Uh, we did that with a B2B uh, heavy equipment manufacturer, tippers and um, lift tables, and they were in big trouble financially because they had they had gotten sued by a company that had taken all the safety devices off the machine, and then someone got hurt, and the lawyers came after them, which was totally wrong, but it gave them a contingent liability that was bigger than their bank loan and their insurance. And so they needed to they needed to get some sales quick just to stave off because the bank was basically saying, you know, we're we're going to pull our loan and all this stuff. It was really, really serious. So we needed to do something in a hurry. And I said to the VP of marketing, you know, do you have anybody who can make calls? And he said, well, my daughter talks on the phone a lot. She was in high school. And I said, perfect. He said, really? I said, yeah, she won't sound like an engineer or a salesperson. And what we did was we gave her a questionnaire and we had her go in and ask for the chief engineer or the plant manager. And 
she would not try to sell anything. She was incapable of selling anything. She didn't even know what she was talking about. But she asked these questions and she wrote down the answers. And then at the end, she would say, would you be interested in a sales engineer giving you a call? Uh, or one of our engineers giving you a call? And man, because she didn't sound salesy, she sounded like a little kid calling for their dad or something. Uh, she got through to the plant managers of big companies like Ford and, and uh, Chrysler and places like that. And because she asked good questions, just wrote down the answer, didn't argue with them, didn't tell them, you know, ask for more clarification, just wrote down the answers. It worked like crazy. Saved West Bend Equipment Company was the name of that company. Okay, this one I love, burn this coupon. And they coated the coupon <laughs> with a fireproof compound. <laughs> I just wonder how many people were trying to light that up. Uh, the copy then invited the prospect to try burning the flyer, <laughs> which demonstrated the product worked. Uh, not only a product sample, but a demonstration. <laughs> Great. Okay, the brick mailer. And we did try this back when I got started at Hunter Direct with Vic Hunter. We put a label on a brick and the post office will actually deliver it. Uh, this guy silk screened silk screened the brick we didn't go to anything so elaborate we just wrapped tape around it put a label on it and when he called he would say tell him i'm the guy who sent him the brick excellent door opener you know there's a lot of things you can send but that's one right i think we sent a two by four instead of a brick it was a little less expensive to mail anyway sticker shock pdr physician's desk reference sent a mailer and in it had a sticker and it said this warning this physician's desk reference is out of date and should not be used for prescribing and there's probably a lot of truth in that okay and it tripled the sales of the previous mailers just putting something interesting in getting the envelope opened add reprint and closed it's better than your brochure probably because it implies it's probably better, more well-written. And also, uh, on the reverse side, you can use uh, frequently asked questions to overcome objectives in a plain speaking way. Plain speaking, not AI written. Okay, article reprinting closed. You know, and I always love the one. There's there's like a, it's almost a, it's almost a genre in, in business to business where you take the blue ink and say, I saw this article and thought you and thought of you, something like that. You make it look like a friend is sending you an article, but why would anybody do that in today's world? Because you just you just send the link. <laughs> but anyway, and then on there it said something about, you know, there was like a post-it note affixed, and it said, you know, especially read paragraph three or something, you know, or or key news in you know. I, I highlighted key points or something, and it would have blue ink highlighter uh, highlighting in in the middle of the the letter. Uh, anyway, I think you could still pull it off; might be good. Okay, and uh, an article from a publication has more credibility and useful content than one of your sales brochures. So thank you for that, Bob. Excellent stuff. And um, the next three days, I'm going to be doing some. Greatest hits, I'm going to take some of my my highest ranked YouTube videos. I think I have about 1,100, and we'll put them on, in the, we'll put them on the docket 
for you, and I will play with the grandkids. Like and share. Bye-bye.